Welcome to Rig for Dirt, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was your worst one yet. The dog was licking his nuts right <laughs> when I did that. Now. The dog has no nuts. That intro is perfect. Sorry. I would just, I was, yeah, <laughs> no, that, that is the intro. <laughs> so we're out here with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally bungled the intro because the dog with no nuts was licking its nuts. Um, it's a girl Something dog. Something else. It's a girl dog. Uh, anyways, so uh, we're up here on uh, one of our local trails. Yep. Maple and Springs? Yeah, up here at Maple Springs. Uh, we were going to go on our way to Santiago Peak, but turns out that portion is still closed. That's so, been closed for a while now. Yeah, yeah, it's been closed for a while. I've heard people tell me that they've been up there, so I don't know if they reclosed it um, and it was open for like a small amount of time or if those people are all liars. And there's um, some illegal <laughs> beagles out yeah, there. Yeah, that's true too. World. So, um, so yeah, we're out here um, with our, a special guest, Jason Denny from Rigged Supply, also Yo. of uh, Taco Dust fame. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Good old Taco Dust. Good old Taco Dust. I'm here. <laughs> We're finally doing this thing. Finally. Yeah, right. It's been a it's been a long time coming. I'm stoked to finally be sitting out here in the middle of nowhere with you, um, enjoying a nice cold one, some yeah, open for spaces. Sure. Yep, uh, for sure. And uh, the dusty taco. Well, hey, why don't you introduce yourself real quick if this is the first time somebody's listening? Oh, right. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that intro was just priceless. It just threw me off my game <laughs> so bad. Uh, so I'm Frank, um, also known as Trucky McTruckface, and I'm here with Ollie, Kate the Jeep. Yep. And so um, the real intro is supposed to be this is the podcast recorded as the adventure happens, um, which means we're usually out in the middle of nowhere recording the podcast. So. Um, if you hear us complaining about bugs or there are wild lots, animals, lots of bugs, <laughs> or some other uh, life-threatening predator, uh, that's that's why <laughs> we're all about the life-threatening predators. <laughs> and sometimes we make them up, and sometimes we're just flat-out ignorant of their existence. That's right, and just get lucky. <laughs> Did you hear about that, Jason? Night. No, I mean so, we we have, right now we have daylight on our side, so that's true. Yes, we're, that's uh, true. We're we're uh, more scary than we are scared right now, but uh, yeah. There's yeah. like that's like a thing, right? It's like safety in numbers and daylight. Yeah, I mean, if it's daylight, <laughs> you're like 85 percent more confident in any situation, for sure. Well, the good thing is too is like this trail is really local to civilization. Oh, totally. Like literally, uh, you come off of uh, um, Saddleback Canyon and offshoot onto Silverado, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then head up about three miles, three point eight miles, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's it's super close. It's yeah. super close. And yeah. then you get to the Maple Springs Trailhead. Yep. And, uh, and then, what? And, and then you're off. Another X amount of miles to get up here. To get up here, yeah. And yeah. then you've got a great view of Orange County. Yeah, why don't you set up the location real quick? Sure. So to so this is um, known as this whole area. This is Saddleback Mountain. It's part of the Santa Ana Mountains, if I remember correctly. Um, and it, it basically is the geographical divide between Orange County and the um and like Temecula right. and and <clears throat> Leg Elsinore and basically uh, Corona and the east side um of the county. So it's just a nice mountain range that kind of cuts right down the middle. Um we'll probably have some planes flying over us because it's also on the approach to John Wayne. So <laughs> I think another what 10 miles down you end up hitting the 73. Yeah, from so here. If, if you, you follow if, the ridge line down. Yeah, right? if we were able to go <clears throat> make this gate to go to Santiago Peak, yep. the other side is like uh, Indian truck trail. So yes. you can take Indian truck from basically, 
I don't know. I think it's like right at the border of. Uh, it goes in like Temecula, like Temecula. Elsinore. Yeah, like yeah. I, I get all those mixed up, like Marietta, but it's yes. on that side. Yes. It's like right on the 15, and you can take Indian truck. So if you're on the 15, you can see Indian truck trail, and you can take it all the way. And that's like the two hour route up here. Yeah. Um, but that's like you guys are saying. If you're standing at the peak, you look to the. If you're looking out straight at the top of the peak, you can see like Irvine. Yep. Look a little bit to the right. You see Catalina, L.A., all yep. that, and then behind you is essentially Elsinore and uh, Riverside County. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I mean we've got visibility that goes just for freaking miles. From oh yeah, here. that's the ocean right there. Yep. Yeah, like on a clear day, you can easily yeah. see. I mean Catalina. the ocean's right there. Yeah, you can then, see it. Like yeah. no problem. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, this is a this is a really good spot. <clears throat> the nice thing about this trail too is that it's it's pretty much open 24 hours when the, I mean, when the gates aren't closed due to the fires, um, if you guys remember the fires that happened in orange County, this is where oh, they happened. Pretty bad, yeah. yeah. So when they were evacuating like, uh, Lake Elsinore and Temecula and basically East County, um, this is where the fires were happening was we're actually see it. If where we're stopped, um, off to our left about, uh, you know, maybe eighth of a mile, even you can see the scarring from the fire and pretty much where it, where yeah, it's where it you stopped. You can see the new growth. Yeah. This is basically where it stopped was this, was this road right so here. So gnarly. And then behind us, this right here is a fire break. Yep. So this big gash, like this big clearing uh-huh. that's right behind us, it basically looks like a straight line. Oh, no doubt. Like a, almost like a road. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a fire break. And so imagine like, you know, 30 firefighters up there with shovels and picks, like literally manually clearing brush. Like that's, it's, that's it's a shit ton of work and you can see how much they did. Yeah. And so that just prevents the, that's hopefully can stop the fire from spreading to down the mountain. Yeah. That's like 15 feet wide. Yeah. It's, it's significant. Oh, dude, I, I would say that's, 20? that's yeah. pretty big too. Yeah. Like 20. Yeah. That's unreal that they are out here in those full suits, yep. just sending it. And they're doing it by can. hand swinging picks and, and shovels. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, and the train here is just freaking garbage. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah. rocks. It's Take rocks. It easy, bro. This is local right? only. Bushes. You're t- calling it garbage. <laughs> right? This so is like, I, I'm just well, talking about the the brush so we're we're we'll t- easy way if you guys yes. wanted to look this up we're at four corners yes so it's the it's the four corners of the you know there's four trails essentially oh why yeah there is so there, funny. there's the lower trail yeah yeah, yeah. you're right that's getting exactly. it off too right so now. that right there i can get into why this this trail is cool for me yes um if you guys want absolutely so this trail is actually the first four by four trail that i ever took my first nice. tacoma on no kidding. So first trail that I ever threw a, a vehicle in in four by four was here, um, and it also holds significance to me because right there, that trail that goes down, that's Harding Truck Trail. Yep, sure is. So every Thanksgiving, uh, me and a group of buddies, it's every it's a really popular ride on Thanksgiving to yep. wake up and you do Harding to Four Corners. Yeah, you get a good picture out here, and it's a really early start most of the time. Um, I haven't done it in years, but most of the time you're riding up through snow in some parts. Some yep. of the years prior, it was like full snow. Like when you would get up here, it would be. And you full were doing moto, trip. right? No, no, mountain, no, mountain, mountain biking. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah so, uh, I don't think we clearly explicitly stated that. Yeah, you, were, you ride, you ride bikes. Like, yeah, that's bicycles. A big part of your yeah, history. Meat, meat, meat motor. No uh, e-bike yep. for me. Meat motor. <laughs> yeah, e-bikes are cool, but e-bikes. Mo- I can't. I can't cheating. take credit for that one. Kyle. Kyle rolled that one on me the other day, and I was like, "Dude, that's so good." Meat motor, <laughs> the meat motor. That's pretty. But yeah, good. this is a cool spot for me because, well, I think it was the first time Rachel's ever been on a on a trail, and it's not gnarly. It's, right. It's not. It's not like there's no ego here. It's just a local in my backyard when I was growing up. The okay, this is also going back. Yeah. This is the first trail that I ever rode a dirt bike up from. We, me and my dad parked the truck and we rode up 
just the same route we did yeah we, but we rode up to the peak and i was so squirrely because like ollie says this terrain's garbage <laughs> it's kind of marbly and loose and it can get worse depending on the weather so yeah. first moto trail i've ever i ever rode with my dad um as a teenager first first trail i took my tacoma on not this one but the one prior and uh it's just uh, a local like staple like getting you're able to get outdoors really quick and I think you probably have service on your phone too. I do a little yep. bit, yeah. but like, especially up here, but not at the bottom. Yeah, the whole drive up, you don't have service, and you get up here, you have service. Yep. Right. But it's just like local mountain biking trail. It holds significance because every year we do this ride, training grounds for. I mean, I have like a KOM somewhere in here. Yeah. And it's a big, long two and a half hour loop where it's like Black Star to Motorway, and actually my one of my buddies just took it from me. So it's like, oh wow, it's ringing all these bells and yep. checking off all these boxes of why yep. this spot's pretty cool. So can you? Uh, explain KOM I think I know what you're talking about King of the Mountain so okay, um, yep. that means you just own that segment on the trail so if you use Strava is that Strava yeah yeah, yeah Strava yeah, so I, I mean it's Strava coming through time, but it's it's a really cool like motivating <laughs> platform yeah to it's really social and Dude, you can people take it pretty serious too oh for yeah. sure and I, I remember being sucked into that when I was racing oh, yeah. and training but honestly it got me to a higher level in fitness yep. and it, it just like would help build like beat the the mental monotony of bike riding like sure. when you're just staring at the hub and you're just suffering when you have something <laughs> right. you're suffering for and then yeah. the garmin started to get more and more advanced where it would literally tell you you're approaching the beginning of this segment and it would tell you the metrics like this segment's this long and as you're doing the segment it would tell you like you're you're like on par for a kom or yep, your third awesome. overall you're like, on pace right you're on pace yeah and so like it was really cool to like have that kind of like virtual motivation. training partner yeah. um obviously i love to train with other people but that this this area is just really cool because it's local to a lot of people and it it holds a lot of significance to a lot of people yeah. that live in this in this Sorry. county charlie's charlie's freaking out we've got some people out here doing a little oh they're just cruising little by. mini wheeling with their yeah, tenders. they're rock crawling yeah, yeah. they're rock because, crawling because it's interesting on this little plateau there's and we took a little bit of photo and video of Jason just doing one of the little um, ramps coming up here. But there's some decent, like, pitted... Uh, little moguls. Moguls, yeah, yeah so coming up. And it's, uh, cool. it's, it's fun for people to just kind of mess around and, and... It is a good little spot play. to kind of come out here and just have some fun. And then you have these little sections where you have these kind of moguls where if you've got some new suspension and you want to see what it can do, it's sure. real short. I mean, it's like not even... It's not even it's 40 nothing. feet. Yeah. It's like yep. 50 feet, but you can get some flex and you can, you can see. get articulation yep, and sure. you can get your wheels to stuff into your fenders and yep. figure out what you need to trim yeah exactly so if anything it's it's suspension testing ground yeah you know? this is a good trail that i used that i've done whenever the, the most i've done this trail was usually for shakedowns on new stuff right like come up here kind of do because it's got some good um what are those what the the runoff berms that they build oh, so that yeah, you like get the, they're the like erosion. water breaks yeah basically. the water breaks yeah so that you yeah. to prevent the erosion like those mm -hmm. things are pretty steep so you can see uh you know when you bottom out when yeah, you dip and sure. you can get all those things so it's actually a pretty good shakedown trail for locals too um just be careful because there are a lot of motos up here so a lot of motos you a lot do of not want to be hauling ass around a corner and, and cyclists too it's, yeah. just, it's a cyclists. very busy trail honestly yep. yes um if it wasn't for the fact that the fires happened yeah um we would have i would have actually suggested we had gone to uh, holy gym yeah. Uh, because that was always my kind of stomping yeah. grounds, but then the fires happened and they basically K-railed that entire... Yeah, um, totally. That The entire road has got K-rail all up and down. And yeah, down. that's crazy. And that was that was a fun one. Does this road actually connect to that or... Um, so that right there, the beginning of Harding, it, 
you can get into it from Majesca. So okay, if we would have right. kept going up San Diego Canyon yep. and then went to Majesca Canyon, right there in like proper Majesca, that's where you can Got it. ride up and there's like a little, uh, I don't know, like a little community center in yeah. Majesca. Yep. And it's just climbing. It's a nine mile. So it's nine miles from here down to Majesca. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this takes you, the cool thing is that on this peak, on this bridge line is Main Divide. And Main Divide goes basically from um, Ortega Highway. Yep all the way to the toll road north of us. So you can ride the whole ridge line of this of this little yeah, mountain all range the down. all the way across. That's so cool. And that's really fun. I've done that. You can you basically come in off Ortega at the Blue Jay campground. Uh, you pick it up there and I've done the whole thing and it's really fun. It, it definitely it's if you're not modified, it takes a while. Like yeah. it's it's easily I've like what probably 3 or 4 hours. Yeah, <laughs> like it could for be. sure. And that and the thing is is like if you're just to keep beating this dead horse on how cool this trail is it's, it's not crazy technical Uh-oh. it's not hard but we might get busted oh, no it's not the ranger oh, it's not just the some ranger. dude it's not the ranger we're it's not just some busted. dude with a little uh light at the top oh, of his i room. wonder if that's um oh it's not <laughs> there we go and an amigo dude that's sick and yeah. an yeah. amigo that's rad look at that thing <laughs> The Isuzu. Oh, See, that thing is. See, that's legit. what I'm talking about. You yeah. can have a full built truck and just get out and like come up, come up here in the morning and make a cup of coffee, which I've done before, yep. which yeah. is cool. Or you can come up here and just be responsible, have one <laughs> that's beer. That's so rad. Um, yeah. One. But the the thing is, is like real talk. I have seen full two wheel drive Honda Civic up here before. Oh yeah. Oh For yeah. Sure. Like yeah. and it's it's this isn't a trail. This isn't like a proper off roading trail. Right. No, this is like you can, your kids. Peop, the little moguls that are here, people have tried to make it something to have something. Like right. hey yeah I can go. And even like on a moto, like it's just skill building or whatever yes. you want to call it. Who knows? It's just a local trail that you can come out, get outdoors, unwind for the day and uh you know do something like this which I is mean, rad. the hardest thing up to this point is actually the switchback that leads right up to here right there's a little trail yeah that goes right be- like cuts that little yeah a little bypass it cuts little bypass. That, yeah honda, honda civic ain't getting up that no, but you sure. could you could actually have a little fun right yeah there, and, and which i i did i yeah. mean it's like every time i'm like okay there's that one little thing yep yeah and up to the peak there's one more that's like right that. yeah so yeah it's cool if you're in the area orange county um, just last, look up four corners last thing i'd uh, throw in is at the bottom like right at the beginning of uh silverado canyon road um as you get into like some of the civilized parts of it there's a little market oh uh, right right a buddy of mine jeff hoagland owns it and uh he actually has a little um cars and coffee thing he does uh once a month over there too so you know there's a cool little community uh down there and um, I think this guy probably is one of the locals, but there's a lot of locals oh, down yeah. there. I've who seen are, him up here before. I've, seen all him. About I've actually seen that guy on Instagram a few times Do too. Amigo? Yeah. 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 Um, Dude, that guy is my favorite person I've seen all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Like there's something I love the light. about his vibe right now that is really just sending. Is there a cigarette hanging out of his mouth? Cause there should be. Well, he's up here to pick up trash. How cool is that? That's See, right. that's so good. Yeah. yeah. So he's 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 doing it because he's got the little safety light up there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's awesome. So Jason, um, yes, give us for for everyone listening. um, We're going to assume that they don't know who you are. Um, Give them, which is very accurate. (laughs) I'm no one. Give them some background, like who who are you? Um, How'd you get started and all this craziness? Well, I mean, depending on how far you want to go back, I mean, um, currently I'm one of the founders of Rig Supply. That's right. We make tire carrier, hitch mounted tire carrier, and some accessories for it. Yep. Um, just backtracking a little bit past that, um, 
I got into it really because Luke, um, I've known Luke from bike racing and, uh, just like kind of the cycling industry and scene, um, not to divert too far from that, but we ended up just like, uh, it's just like divine intervention. Like we just ended up (laughs) reconnecting and, and in a time where I was in a point in my career in the cycling industry where I was like, just so burnt out on it. And like, I'd been in it for, you know, almost a decade and I've just, I wasn't really challenging myself. And I just, I I was just like focused on other things. I was going through like a really personally dark time. And so I met Luke again and it was just so weird. Like I was calling, I called the company that he was working for because I had a question and, uh, I ended up basically getting him on the line and he was, it was like the company was already closed. And basically he was just like, I recognized his voice and I was like, Luke, what is, is this you? Like, what's your last name? And it ended up being Luke. So long story short, we ended up having a meeting and talking and just like rapping about what we wanted to do and like what he was doing currently. And it just, it just so happened that like, it just seemed like a good fit for us to be working on this next project together and uh i just kind of like <laughs> oh you're no, fine you're man going, dude. nah man killing it <laughs> charlie oh, so oh, shit. okay so that was fun <laughs> charlie so, <does laughs> so charlie's leash is on the table leg charlie. and he just or she oh, just took shit. the table <laughs> just took the table and all the beers all the beers are gone all the beers <laughs> like, are gone <laughs> Oh, so this is good. This, this is, is part good. of this is part of the reality. This is part of, of doing a, a live part of recording it's while we're out here. Kids or dogs? Dude. Unreal. So that was sick. I I think we're still recording. Yeah, so we're still recording. Good. Yeah. So like somehow Frank held it down on one side of the table. I did on the other. Yeah. My feet are soaked in beer, which is good. But like, <laughs> that's fine. I mean. If I get a DUI on the way home, it's your fault. So I'll just go ahead and invoice you for that. No, officer. It's just my feet. Wait, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess to keep it rolling and not divert too much, me and Luke connected after years of um, just kind of doing our own grind. And uh, he was telling me about this company that he literally was starting in a week. Oh, wow. And uh, it was it was, it was was a different company, but it was like in the same space and it was on the marketing support side for other companies and within the off-road space and overland. And that kind of just, we kind of did that for a bit as we were building rigged, which initially started as like, we wanted it to be, you know, the best, not the biggest, but the best experience for off-road enthusiasts and people that were getting into overland. Yeah. Um, such a, like a, such a taboo thing to say now i know right it's so many funny pe- how it switched so it quickly switched, like you, it's not cool to say over right. anymore because like <laughs> yeah it just vehicle-based adventures so um right. dude it's it is what you call it it's right. car camping whatever yeah, car camping, but we were we were overland is how it was an easy way to categorize and everybody understood that so we wanted it to be a really good experience and a really clear concise way to buy products find products get reviews and actual like see actual quality reviews of people that are actually using it yeah, and re- really kind of like have one, a one-stop shop on how to find shops that can install or sell you the parts yep. and, or we could sell you the parts directly. And we were working with current brands and that, that just, we, we were really comfortable with working with like front runner and, and brands like that. 
And so it was uh, that kind of, you would just, if you listen to Luke's episode, he kind of gets more into it, but we kind of pivoted from that. It was a hell of a pivot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty big pivot. Like we spent, you know, six straight months building this platform and maintaining it. And I was doing a lot of traveling to just promote our brand and what we were trying to do. And, uh, you know, after, after really just chalking it all out, we were just felt like we needed to make our own product and came time to just do it. And that's when the ultra swing was born. And, uh, that's a whole different story, yep. but that got into it pretty heavy. Yeah. Me. That's our core of our business is the ultra swing, our hitch mounted tire carrier and the accessories that go along with it. Um, but before that, I mean, I was, like I said, I was in the cycling industry. So currently I'm just a founder operator of a uh, rig supply and I have a truck account. Top of <laughs> dust. Um, and it's really just my personal account. I started it as a dedicated truck account and yeah. it was just my truck. Um, like I said, the truck, the first truck that I brought up here, I made it as a joke. And if you look at my truck right now, you see all that dust on it. Oh yeah, yep. That's taco dust. That's taco dust. That that name taco dust. Dust on the taco. Rachel, my fiance, yeah. Mama Dust. She she came up with the name, and it was kind of just like a goofy play on like Tacoma dust. Like oh, like we can't see. We were driving behind one of my buddies in his Tacoma, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, it's all this taco dust." And like it just kind of stuck. It, it kind of became it was a thing. So yeah. stupid that I was like, "I'm gonna make an account for the truck." The day I bought the truck we took it to holy gym it was yeah. when it was open so and Same i was like trying to figure out how to use it because it had all this fancy stuff and it wasn't just like a shifter four-wheel drive it was right. like electronic and everything and, yeah and rules to the road you Two had to like and- <laughs> you had to like put it neutral <laughs> right. and be rolling or like five miles or less and just it was so hilarious how like confusing they had to make it yeah but Long story short, she named it Taco Dust, and I I thought it would be funny because I saw a lot of these truck accounts, and I was like, I'll make a truck account. Yep. I, I this is gonna be hilarious, and then it, like the account just like kind of grew, and it the truck blew up, huh? It blew up like just based on because like I come from like being in a metal band, and I toured, and like I just have like a a different way of thinking about or saying things, and and all the truck account people were trying to build these crazy serious brands of like, Mm -hmm. I want to be like, I want to be the next best thing. And like, I have a lot of friends that are in the the influencer space and I learned a lot from, but everybody was so serious and everybody kind of, everything looked the same. And I was like, I'm going to bring punk rock into the like off-road thing a little bit. Like I just, I'm just going to be myself and like just, that's what I was going to say. Just say the word fuck more than most people yep. just because that's who I am. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. No. But it's like there's a there's a lot of authenticity that you brought to I, what I, you did. I think that's the only reason why, honestly, that it blew up. And I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn, but that's all I got. You know, like yeah. I don't really – I didn't really – I don't have money. Right. Um, we're rigged is built on a hope and a dream and a lot of really, really good people that just are supporting us and, and promoting our – goal to try to get out there and we just have like really good a really good community behind us Mm -hmm. because of i guess largely a lot of it has to do with like because the involvement of me in the community with oc overland and our friends there and joe at socal tacomas and rich at vtx we all just kind of have this like crew of people that just like support each other and that kind of that really was the catalyst for like when we launched rigged a lot of those people were instrumental into making that happen and it kind of just all kind of grew together so yep. like i'd like to say i figured out like what the code was and i mean i don't i like twenty thousand followers barely yeah. i don't even know if it's there yet um <laughs> 
playing all like i don't know exactly where it's at (laughs) but it's close to 20k and it's like that is nothing you know like i have friends that are just like millions of followers yeah and it's like all i know is like i just i am here because of what i've done and i've gotten some cool opportunities to go wheel with people and work with garmin and do little things like that and it's like you know i go to all the events and i know a lot of people now and it's just a snowball effect. I yeah, guess. I saw the commercial with Garmin. That was yeah. Really I've been cool. seeing a yeah. lot of the ads yeah. for a lot Garmin. of people have been sending me yeah. send me the ads for the Garmin Overlander thing. You yeah. have one, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't really even have cool. one. What? How is it? I don't even Get have one. I swear, no dude, way. I don't even have one. You did the commercial for the over. I did the commercial. Yeah, I spent a week, and they. Uh, I know a guy. That's they were, hilarious. They were supposed to. They were supposed to get me one for. It's uh, all right. I don't have one either. So. Overland West. We'll yeah. get you one too. You get. <laughs> we'll a, get you, you get Overland. You, you get, get an Overlander. Overlander. You get an yeah. Overlander. <laughs> so I, you know what? And that's cool. Like it was such a cool experience working with the production team and a few of the guys from Garmin. It was yeah. a really well produced uh, piece. Oh yeah, it was yeah. cool, man. And like it was cool because they like literally i got the call from them and they were like they were really secretive about it and they were like yeah we can't really tell you what this is about but we can send you an nda once you sign that we can talk about it right i had to sign the same and then i (laughs) signed the nda me and rachel both signed it and then they're can we jump on the call and they basically told us we're gonna be making this product and like Mm -hmm. we found your account and we really like your vibe and we think you'd really fit for it and i'm like what dude i'm like (laughs) i like foul mouth like I just have like a truck. How did they not give you? I was just like, I was like, why am I like the guy? Why are you picking me? But you know what though? This goes to show though, right? Like, I mean, you, this is another tangent probably, but I think one of the, the, the biggest negatives probably to, to being an influencer, right. Is that people assume you get all this stuff for free, dude? right. That you get a ton of shit for free all the time. And I mean, uh, this is a perfect example. Started Frank. (laughs) Thank you. You got me a new beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all these like there's, that. You know, I mean, I can speak to that a little bit. It's like, no, I wanted you to finish, but every, I'm just saying, I don't yeah, want to so, I mean, dive into the, it. Dude, everybody much. thinks it's, there's no out of pocket involved. Like, right. I can tell you right now that everything on that truck I've, I've spent money on I, or well, eh, yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm free everything. <laughs> I'm free everything. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's like, oh, I didn't know you were. No, you were, no, dude. I, you, you were know, that low on the rung. No. And that's, <laughs> no, that's the thing, man. Like I, nothing. Okay. Here's the thing. I'll say a few things about influencers. I don't consider myself one, but I do consider myself as being somewhat an influence in this space. Sure. sure. I'm not. I'm not getting people to donate millions of dollars or kidneys. To, yeah. to, or kidneys. That's the real deal. Influencer shit. But I. I feel like <laughs> I. People respect my opinion when it comes to products and whatever, and I try to keep it as true as is as as true as it is and in the right. microcosm of what you do yeah exactly so but like nothing's for free the amount of time i yeah. t- took a week away from my company right to go shoot photos and videos to lead right back to garmin and i don't even have one right, right. so how is that free exactly but the thing is is people think oh man that guy's like just on top of the world balling it's like no yeah. dude like i set my company back two weeks because i was out playing cool guy with garmin and like i don't even have one right exactly and people are like asking me about it and i'm like i don't know ask ollie he's freaking there's a misconception that you're just so damn popular people want to give you stuff and never want to hear from Dude, you again. Suck, exactly and that's such bullshit that's because so not the case you end up like basically and i wouldn't use the term slave but um you're you're just on the hook 
You're, you've there's a it's, leash. It's connected to you, and you're on the hook for. And if you're and if you're a good person and you do it right, minimum it's a it's a year. There's a word I don't for care, that. Even if there's no contract. There's a word for that. It's called a Integrity. job. Yeah. It's called work. It's, like <laughs> I think I, I think, gave you something. I expect something in return. Even if because a lot of these guys won't do a contract with you, and yeah, it's on you to like fulfill it. But at the minimum, you should give them a year, and you should do whatever you can for them. Yeah. Here's 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 like my like my deal i'm not in a contract with anybody right anything on my truck is what i want on my truck and the conversation or the relationship all started based on me wanting to know availability compatibility and like long-term like support with it right Right. so like tires wheels suspension all that like if you want to just like get super real about it i bought the camber long travel suspension mm-hmm. on my truck yeah like yeah that is like that's not that wasn't free i'm not like jerry jerry isn't in the business of giving twenty thousand dollars worth of parts out no to, no to one a guy is. with with twenty thousand followers on instagram no one like, is, it's yeah. unreal like, yeah i mean at the end of the day these are all businesses with employees and people they've got to support but there's and, a relationship there that has a beneficial yes. aspect to it and it's one of those things where it's like yeah, I, I paid for it, but you don't. I'm not going to tell you how much I did. Yeah, I right. paid retail. It's worth it. I like. Then that's the thing is like, there's many different companies you can go with, and it's hard to get a bad product out nowadays on your vehicle. And it really just comes down to the golden universal truth. And I think in any industry, cycling, yeah, vehicles, whatever tech, you get what you pay for. Yeah, right. And that's the biggest complaint with any product oh it's so expensive certain vehicles have a higher tax rate on them yeah toyotas tacomas fjs you know yep everything for our to- our toyotas is like there's a premium twice as much as yeah. jeep stuff oh well, totally the jeep is like the honda sorry i'm gonna say it but it's like the honda of off-road dude you're gonna yeah. get murdered you're gonna dude, you're, you're gonna get family. you're gonna get hate mail i love you all but the reality is, gonna be- is we've built an entire industry and i'm not saying the toyotas haven't but i i gotta say jeep is one of the most modified, most widely available like aftermarket parts. There's like uh, over 500, 500 bumper companies. Dude, totally. All I'm saying is totally. this this thing, this, this platform has put so many families through college, you know, so many kids <laughs> through college, so many families like, oh, totally. into home ownership. Like it is just yeah, it is has sure. provided lives livelihoods for people. Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean and yeah, it's just there's a big there's a big there's a big uh a big issue with people viewing people's lives through the tiny lens that they yes. paint with their Instagram, Instagram account. Yes, a hundred and twenty million percent. <laughs> and um, there's a big there's a big misconception. Like there are like just I'll just say it, there are shitty influencers and there are shitty people that literally only operate or only promote products that they can get for free. Right. I know photographers that do it. I know like I know just like artists that do it, and it's it's. Dude, that's their hustle and that's their grind. Right. But I guess the where the where it gets a little a little dicey is that people assume that anybody that is in the public eye or is popular within a category with vehicles, either FJ, Tacoma, Forerunner, whatever, if you have a big Instagram account, you're automatically a piece of shit influencer that right. gets stuff for free. Right. And like exactly. I don't subscribe to that because yeah. literally like <laughs> what like what? Like <laughs> I I I pay the payment on that truck every day. Like yeah, Camper exactly. doesn't own it. Yep. General Tires doesn't own it. Go yeah. Fast Campers isn't writing me a check every exactly. month. Exactly. Like there, 
I I have a collaborational. Is that a word? Collaboration. It is collaborational. What? <laughs> collaborative. One beer, and I'm already just like <laughs> making up words. <laughs> I ha- I have a collaborative relationship with companies that I work with only because they make a product that I want on my right. Truck. Not and like you said earlier, they value your opinion, right? But not because the, not because it's free or because you're there, kind of. Right. You know, I just try to keep. I try know, to keep it up, as real as Rolling up with your hand out. Exactly. You know. Yeah, and and it's. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's companies that have reached out and they're yeah. like, "Do you want to use this product?" And I, just straight up, I'm like, "Nope." I don't like to say no, but nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's and and it's not. It just. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think that's, that's one whole, thing. You guys should do a whole podcast series on breaking the stigma of Instagram yes. influencers I think and popular people in the eye and get like, hmm. like that should be like at the end, end of every podcast or whatever, you should somehow incorporate <laughs> a PSA. Have like, have like our, our um, yeah, dude, our, like. I don't Our, know. Uh, Bob Barker. You know how, remember how you say at the, at the end of the prices, right? Yep. Spay and neuter your, your, your pets. Yeah. We'll have like a little like Instagram influencer <laughs> PSA. Yeah, dude. Influencing <laughs> is not a crime, man. Like, <laughs> or no, better yet. Don't forget folks, support your local shops and pay for your parts. Yeah. Straight up. Like <laughs> uh, use discount code free 99, free 99, <laughs> which is $0 off. Right. <laughs> I guess, I guess if you look at it, cause we get a lot of requests for, uh, sponsorship requests or, yeah, it, or we get dude we've getting so let I me like, ask you that that's actually a really good point that you're yeah. about to bring up because you're on the other side now that you that you are now you own a business now yeah right so you started out as um as an athlete in mountain biking yeah right and then you moved over to off-roading and you wanted to get you, want, you wanted to change gears so to speak yeah um started kind of getting into overlanding and started doing marketing for other companies within right. the space so i got to see the back end of their requests and yep. see that and you learn a lot from that alone yep. to be able to go okay here's here like do i want to be like ollie or do i want to be a, i'm just kidding dude sort of no but it's like it's the point where oh, you, dude it's no joke when I you when definitely you, have been taken care of yeah and when no when you see when you see some of the requests and you go whoa the audacity yeah so what's that like on um, your side now like what and and i want to kind of cover both sides of it right like i want to cover what it's like to see the most extreme ridiculous requests but also with the ones that you appreciate the ones that you see that are like okay this guy gets it it's uh it's um you know i guess we can take it step by step on that but um i guess the best ones are the ones that and i guess this is like offering up some advice to people that are looking to like oh yeah people try to that. try to like get into this or try to add value right like you want to add value to whatever you're trying to do so obviously that company if you're reaching out to them they obviously know that they that they have something that you want right so i think that a good frame of mind and a good way to just be genuine about what you're trying to do and maybe help you sculpt what you, you know, you just want to build your truck. Okay. That's a good baseline. I want to build my truck. How do I do that genuinely? And how do I do it in a way that I'm not just putting whatever company wants to give me parts? I'm doing it the way I want to do it, but I'm doing it in the way that it should be done. Um, I, I think framing it in the way of how can I add value for X company? What do you, what value can you offer to the company that is going to exceed the monetary value and the time that 
like how is it worth it to you too so like say if you have a job and you put away money for your truck fund right or you go you know what i don't i need to spend that money on my kid or at down payment on my house but i still want to do this thing i think that i can add value to let's say camberg and i can offer up photography videography i'm at every single event because i I work with this company and they're using my, how can you add value for that company that makes it worth your time to not spend that money? Cause you could just save the money. And honestly, the amount of time that you put into a collaboration yes. with a, a suspension company or a wrap company or a yes. wheel company, it's not worth your time when you pencil it out on paper Oh, totally. to go, okay, I spent 150 hours to get an $800 set of wheels, or I could have just paid $800. And I think that's a really important point like, because I think most people don't know what their time is worth. Right. And I think that's something that everyone listening that wants to get into this, or at least not into this, like, like I'm in it, but I'm saying like wants to be an influencer or sponsored in any profession, whether it's a, whether it's a professional mountain biker, you want to be sponsored um, an athlete, or you want to be a sponsored off-roader, whatever. It's all kind of the same formula, right? Right. And so essentially do the math, know what your time is worth and ask yourself, because I can I, and ask yourself if it's worth doing, because I guarantee you that when you do the math and you actually say, let's, let's say that in a perfect world, you're worth 30 bucks an hour. Right. Right. In a professional space. That's like a I, normal wage for yeah, normal people. Right. For a common professional photographer, yeah. whatever. Right. Let's just, let's just throw that round number out there. And let's just say that I guarantee you that when you do exactly what you just said, Jason, of factoring in the time that you spent for this company to collaborate on those, on those you know, suspension parts. Yeah. I guarantee you that had you just gone to work and made those 30 bucks an hour, it would have been way more worth it than the 180 hours you spent for the $800 part. Well, yeah. And then that's where the division of what are you chasing? Exactly. Are, you ch are you chasing affirmation, clout, whatever? So that's where it gets slippery. If you're just looking to get a pair of wheels right. and you go, Hey, I take really good photos and I can do a video, whatever. And I have an account, whatever. Right. Cool. That company may see the value in that. If it's worth it to you, then cool, do that. But at the end of the day, your 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 wage and your your yep. time, they they've got to balance out. Like, there's no way eight hundred dollars worth of wheels is going to be worth like five trips to Utah and right. five hundred photos oh, that they exactly. can use 100. on Once social media. Once you factor in your time, your fuel, your your equipment. Trust me, this is a losing battle. Yeah, <laughs> you are so far in the negative. As long as you're in it for the right reasons, exactly. You'll be fine. Exactly. But if you're in it for as a, as a passion, yeah, right. Even a hobby, and you can afford to do this as your as your, and you say, look, I'm going to go out there anyway. I'm going to spend the gas anyway, right. right? You know, and that's one way to look at it, right? But if you're looking at this as a as a business or as a way for you to build your truck on the cheap. That's there's way better ways to do it. It's probably cheaper for you to just work to just work. But some people it just clicks and they're or just they're, they're 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 like it's an obvious value for them. Yes, and it's, and it's a lot easier. The barrier of entry is a lot easier. Right. For most people, it's a lot harder. And I like literally, how do how do you, the most popular question? How do you get sponsored? Oh, and I'm God, like, yes. dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, your job right now, you're working. That's your first sponsor. That's your most important thing. Right. Because that's what's paying your bills. Right. I, dude, telling you right now, like being a part of wife. the journey that I have. Yeah, yeah I, dude, my my buddy Al, sponsored by Wifey, cleanest yep. Instagram name ever. Right, straight up. I love it. Rachel, Rachel is the biggest sponsor and the most. She gets like top tier level sponsor place. She's on the door. I know she's on the door. She's on the door. <laughs> That's yeah. her truck too. <laughs> yeah. Like it's my truck, and but it's our truck. Yeah, like she spent thirty hours with me 
putting that fiberglass on and fitting it. And, That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like she's like, she's the most hardcore chick. I mean, there's hardcore chicks that like, but I'm saying like in my eyes, like she's the most down, down hardcore partner I can yeah. have in this truck build yep. air quotes. You can't see him, but I did them. Um, <laughs> so, you know, yep. that's the thing is like our, our significant others, our support system, our family is like, 100%. this is a silly passion that we have. Totally. And like, that's my problem too, is I go in hard. Like well, a, a bunch of boys. Not, yeah. It's a bunch a lot of boys of, with, with like boy, with big boy hot wheels. Yeah. Essentially. And, and you just, it's never like we had this conversation. Like I think before we, it's always, like it's always like at that 95% done yes. and then you do something that sets you back another 25% right. oh I'm gonna go long travel well that was funny because <laughs> now I just ruined everything I have to like tub the vehicle now for the suspension right. to work <laughs> so it's like now one you of those need things. new upper control arms now you need different shock lengths now I, need- I think <laughs> yeah I think the best the best thing to do is like to just I'm going so crazy because I have so much to say about this but I just I don't think this is the right platform for it but I think the best thing I could say to it is like, don't try to keep up with other people and what they're trying to do. Be true to what you want and do it in the most humble and organic way that you can for yourself. A hundred percent. Well, you, you know, I've got, sorry, I just. No, go for so, it. So, you know, as, as, as many people have heard, I, I moved on from 511. And uh, as part of that, I kind of reached out to all the sponsors that were involved in the Jeep because part of, you know. I was in a very unique position to where I, I worked for a very large company that a lot of people wanted to be part of. For sure. And so a lot of my sponsorship came as a result of 5.11. I love to say it was all on my back and, you know, I did all the footwork, but the name of the name association from 5.11, that led to a lot of opportunities that normally I would not have had. So 100%. I felt compelled to, to make sure as soon as I knew I was uh, making that decision to move on, I reached out and I sent out an email to all my partners. Well, I'll just I'll just read one, but I got a few emails back, and one of them um, was I think this is from Genesis Off Road, and uh, sorry Shane if uh, you don't want me to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, read your email. I think you did a great job at all your marketing efforts. Definitely the best communications that I've seen from any of our sponsored folk, and that's not to say anything bad about anybody else who's sponsored by Genesis, but getting an email like that back from a sponsor. It goes a long way for me just to say like, yeah, I, I pulled my weight. I did what he expected. I did what like other people expected. I, I busted my ass and I really did. I busted my ass for them. It was almost like working two jobs, which is- it totally is. A hundred percent is. Probably kind of part of the reason why I moved on from 511 because my passions definitely grew yes. or outgrew where 511 was ready. Are you trying to, to go be. pro influencer, dude? No, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. As a matter of fact, the, the question of uh, moving on altogether from it uh, has come up quite a few times between me and my wife. But um, but but the reality is, is like, you know, you got to give back. You have to give back as much as you expect and you'll like you said frank you'll end up giving back a lot more 100%. what you got 100 yeah. percent. yeah i mean that's sure. true of a lot of things right i mean honestly even like our jobs day to day like our straight up like where we work as a career like i think even then we end up usually giving more than we get back in the sense that i think you said it ali we had a conversation i don't even know if it was on the podcast or not but we had a conversation about that um a while ago when we were talking about our jobs and kind of things were going down and, (laughs) um, but I mean, we spend so much time at work and with the people that we work with that they're, they're like a family to us, right? Because we know them so well. And, and there's certain relationships that are forged as a result of working with someone that you see in a lot of ways, more than your children or more than your significant other, right. On a daily basis. And 
you spend more awake hours, I guess is probably the accurate thing, right? You spend more awake hours with them, right? Hours you'd rather probably spend with your kids or your wife. Totally. Um, or with your friends. And you're not you getting, up, you're not going to get that, yeah. that kind of ambiguous kind of, you know, not hard trackable. You're not, you're not getting paid for that. Sure. Right. So, I mean, to some degree, we all kind of give a little more than we get back. Right. But I think th- the balance when it comes to this is way, 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 way offset. Like it has to be a passion for you. If not, you're never going to yeah. get any joy. You're not going to see a well, and positive like, gain. Right. Yeah. And like, know? just to like reinforce that, it's like, I'm terrible at it. I think like I, I have friends that are like legit pros, like they're pros at communication right. and like. Like my buddy AJ, I was just about runner. to say, yeah. you know who I see as a pro is okay. AJ. So, so I'm not gonna stroke his ego at all. <laughs> I'm gonna just talk about how like I legitimately love that dude. Like yeah. he is my own blood, and he he like did the most real shit ever. I'm gonna I gotta spray this bug spray down. Dude, it's just so people know, it's everyone here. Hectic. Like I'm looking at Frank and I'm looking at uh, it's hectic, Jason and dude. they both look like Pigpen from uh, Charlie Brown. Yeah, I just I it is just like a cloud, a halo of flies. Yeah, it's literally it's like so I crazy up here right pants, now. I've never dude. had this. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen this. And you know what it is? I think it's just it's so lush up here. We have such a wet season that there's just so much. I don't know. Like I don't know, dude. There's I, a lot. I think this is bogus. This is like the never worst. Never doing this again. I've never done this. <laughs> it's the last <laughs> podcast ever. Um, no, so um, so AJ basically called me out really? on a personal level, and he was like, "There was a few like miscommunications with me and him," and he was like, "Dude, look, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say this right now because it's on my mind and it's on my heart, and I like value your friendship and I love you, but like." your communication has been shit lately. Like, and he basically <laughs> personally said, or what personally, like okay. it was between me and him. And he was like, dude, I'm selfish with my time because yeah. I have to be because of my business and the nature of that. And not to go too far into it, but he literally was like, it was the most real friend thing that anybody's done for me in a long time. And he was like, yeah. Hey dude, I just want to let you know, like your communication has been like, not great. And like, right. I just, I just, I'm telling you because I care about you and I value our friendship and I don't want this to fall by the wayside and I don't want to like carry resentment, but he's like, yeah. Yeah. And so like, it was like one of those things where I was like, dude, he's right. Like, yo, like I was like first pissed. Secondly, talked to Rachel about it. And I was like, she was like, well, I mean, is he right? Is he right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Completely right. Like me joking around when he's trying to make plans that we had set and him juggling his kid and his family time after he just got back from a trip shooting and he's got he's doing weddings and dude that guy is stacked like he has so much so much work all the time and i do not understand how he juggles it but his his workflow with his wedding photography and with his his other jobs within like you know companies like sure. Dometic and shooting photos for stuff like that and Goal Zero all these companies that he works with his flow with that is so dialed that I'm like dude I don't know how you get it I don't I don't I know how you do this I don't I don't even like that's a pro yeah that's where you look at a guy who's doing like triple backflip on on a BMX bike to manual right. or something and it's, that's and it's even, organization right it speaks it's to like his unreal. ability to just organize you just and see something and you're like I don't like that guy's got it dialed and he's got. 17 years experience on being a professional photographer right. and like dude he it's just growth and like hands down like i've learned more from him in the last year than i've learned from any any 
class I took in school. I got to say, your photography has come a long way. It's pretty shit, too. From what I'm I've like seen, so from lazy. what I saw a year ago to what I'm seeing you put out there right now. Oh, thanks, man. It's like, I got to say, there's a definite progression. I can see the evolution of yeah. your of your skill set. It's cool. been, it's been pretty cool to watch. Yeah, and AJ was an integral part of that. Dude. Yeah. He told me the yeah. camera to buy. He like guided me through it and was like, this is a setup. Don't overbuy. Don't underbuy. Yep. You can grow with this thing. You can, you can run. The, he's like... The camera that I bought is like one step above his secondary, like grab and go, run and gun shooting, yeah. like Sony camera. And like he met with me and like kind of got me off running. And you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just a lot of trial and error. But yeah, I don't by any means think of myself as a photographer, but yeah. I can take pictures of my truck now and not have to like ask him to help me with that and like <laughs> go out on a trail run. Like me and him have gone up and gone up here when it's snowing and that stuff. That was one of the, my yeah. favorite shots actually is when you guys came up here in the snow. Yeah. And we're when, all, all sideways. Yep, and that was, was like, just like, dude, fresh off the flip truck. That yeah. truck was only six weeks old. Oh my gosh. Up here. So I had all <laughs> so the jitters and it's snowy and it's unpredictable. Yeah. And yeah, dude. Like, AJ is just like one of those guys where I just think of him as like, he's a professional in photography, a professional in his craft, but also I think he's a professional in his communication. When he works with brands, he's very transparent with them and what his needs are and what he wants to do. And I just really respect that. And some people could think it comes off as cocky, but he like, there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to communicate clearly what, what, and manage the brand that you're working with their expectation and manage your own yeah if you don't want to take a job or or work on a collaboration on on something if it's not going to be worth your time and you're going to feel like you always got the short end of the stick because you didn't speak up and go hey like i'm not really good with releasing the rights on that for right. whatever and it's just right you know like he's just really good at what he does and i really respect that and i really think that he's like one of those guys that gets the kind of like just like when you're winning, a lot of people want to hate on you. And it's I, true. And, and I think a they lot of people, and a lot of people think like, <laughs> a lot of people think like everything's free and it's yeah. like, dude, that guy yeah. grinds harder than anybody he I does. know. It's, it's what you that don't see. That shit is not for free, dude. He's it's what you don't see. A hundred percent. It's well, always yeah. what you don't see. To bring it back full circle, like, so I take it you guys made up and, you know. Oh, dude, we were yeah. never on the, it was it, never on the, there was just a yeah, little bit outs, of like, yeah. he had to take a step back because just like, we were like, it was little shit that built up. Like, He'd like, Happens. hey, want to go on yep. a ride? And I'd be like, yeah, let's go ride. And then I'd be like, <laughs> it's all mad. Let's go ride. No, he's like, you want to go ride? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, hey, man, I'm like, forgot or whatever, thought we weren't going to ride. And then he's like, hey, so I'm going to go ride um, at this time. And I'm like, okay, like I'm busy during my day, like thinking yeah. like, oh, I'll get to it and forget. And then he's like, hey, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way. Joking. I'm like in the <sighs> line to order dinner. And then he's like. He's like, wait, are you seriously coming or not? And then it just kind of got to the, one of the things where like, he was, ha he has to plan his time with his son and with his wife. And if he's going to be gone doing work or what have you, like right. he's juggling a lot of things and I'm dicking around like it's a fucking joke. Right. And he's like, dude, I, I have to be selfish with my time. I, Different priorities. If we're going to ride, I need you to be committing to that ride right i understand he's like very like i understand that it's further for you to drive because i have to go to aliso yeah he's not meeting me at oaks right i have to go to aliso and it's like dude that's 45 minutes of travel for me <laughs> but for me i want to just hang out with my boy my boy and right. go ride but for me i'm like oh i just take it lightly and he's like no dude i don't get that much time like he's just got a pass 
to go do this and i'm dicking around with him not being serious and he's like yo like you gotta you gotta understand like I have to be selfish with my time. You need to communicate better. I understand if you don't want to come. Like, I totally get it. Like, it's far for you, but, like, I just need to let you know, like, that, like, I, that can't happen with me. Like, I don't I don't have the luxury to just joke it off and, like, have you not show up if you say you're going to show up. And, and it was, like, not all – I'm butchering the whole story. <laughs> but it was along the lines of, like, yo, dude, I you need to communicate better because – and you need to be, like, more wise with my time because – I don't have that much time to, to be playing around and go ride bikes. Basically yeah. like you don't have a kid. It was like one of those things where I was like, yeah, I don't have a kid. Like, yeah, I'm busy doing <laughs> stuff with the business, but I, I have plenty of time to, you know, I have more freedom than he does. And yeah. Well, taking that for granted for on his behalf is unfair to me. The moral of the story kind of is, is whether it's parts from a company or communications with friends. There's always expectations on the other side that you have to always like, live up to and friends come through family, on. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's, there's always a give and a take for sure. Um, there's a take and a give, like you have to expect that there's going to be some kind of reciprocity, uh, through any transaction, whether it's like somebody's friendship or somebody's long, uh, travel kit, whatever. I mean, dude, if you're putting together a pitch deck and you're putting in the time and doing that and you're building a Jeep like this to, to like, that was part of your career. Right. This is a career move. It you. was, yeah, absolutely. With, with your company that you were working yeah. with, it's like, dude, that takes a lot of time. And like AJ has a pitch deck for his stuff, and a lot of everybody does. I don't have a pitch deck, and I'm I feel like I'm in the sweet spot of like, I have a product that we we make with my company, sure, and I have people like this truck, and that's cool, that's all good. But I think it's like I've gotten it a little bit easier because like, dude, like I said people like you like putting together all this that's a lot of communication that's a lot of time and effort just to get the the assets required for the trade of some parts that you could easily sure. buy with your salary sure i mean you were there at the beginning you yeah. saw you saw the hustle dude it was it was a grind man and i i was just <laughs> like dude the sema thing i don't get it and now it's been around for a couple years and i'm like i already have a truck and i'm like dude i i have a sema built truck that's never going to sema right no <laughs> doubt I have, yeah, I have totally. a sema build that I was, it's never so that brings that's, that's actually a really good segue because yeah my next question was going to be that i feel like your truck has a like your the kind of where you're coming from on your build and the way that you see the evolution of, of the Tacoma is very different than most people in, in the sense that I feel like you have a purpose. Like you're, yeah. cha- you're chasing something. Yeah. And so can you explain kind of like what that is? Getting to the of, truck. And, yeah. Like yeah. What's, yeah, um, what's your mindset for in, sure. in building the Tacoma? So, um, a couple I iterations, took, right? I, yeah. A couple iterations. So I had the long bed that was just like basic ass long bed with bed rack, rooftop tent. I rolled that truck. Um, and that goes down to just like inexperience, cockiness, you know, it's like one of those things, like when you're a little kid and you're hitting BMX jumps, it's not until you like break your collarbone where you really fear it. (laughs) I didn't respect the vehicle. I wasn't respecting kind of like my equipment and long story short, rolled that truck, totaled it. Um, and insurance covers it. So a lot of people don't know if you have shitty insurance, it's not going to be covered. Right. If you have good insurance, I was paying for really good insurance. Yeah. And I told them the story and they were like, cool, replace the truck. Yes. Cool. And I was like, sick. 
State Farm, <laughs> you're the best. That, that's one of the first things I did with my insurance company, by the way. Pro tip, yeah. call your insurance company and make sure you are insured when you're off-road. Yep. Because there are insurance companies like State Farm, uh, which I have as well. Right. Um, I called them and I said, hey, so I'm thinking about doing this. I'm going to buy this vehicle to do this. Are you insured? And they say, as long as you are on a legal road, yep. i.e. a fire road or a designated trail. OHV. Right. Yep. You're covered. If yep. you do anything illegal, if you're doing any sort of exhibition, right. racing, training for racing, dirt, right. jump contests, it literally says all those things. Yeah. I memorized them because I had to. Yep. I thought I was at a total upside down loss On of a $43,000 truck right. that I was literally going to be like- Plus all the accessories. Plus everything. I right. thought it was. <laughs> I was literally going to have to pay for a truck that I didn't own. Yeah. And so long story short, so- on this truck, I went the same route, but I was like, I'm going to go a little bit bigger. I'm going to go 35s mid travel. So I was, I was rolling on a different suspension company stuff. And, uh, I just, I went through like four rooftop tents and I just was working with free spirit recreation. And I just was prototyping stuff yep. and helping them with like product development and like because they were like dude like you out there you're wheeling like i was i you know like in the beginning when i got this truck i think i took the truck two months after i bought it and me and alex busta and and aj we all went to to uh did like um odessa loop johnson valley yep. and like those trails were like those are like legit like roll your trip roll your truck like i got body damage like i blew taillight out bedside bumper um door handle all in one day wow and um yeah rachel couldn't even ride in the truck she was so over it because like the pucker pass it was oh just sketchy because yeah. i just can't I, I was traumatized from rolling the truck she was traumatized from what i went through with the rolling yeah. truck because i was like full concussed like oh my god i was like full oh, it was like, pretty serious yeah no like i couldn't see out of my eye for, for a couple hours like it was it was like I was fully right. in shock. Like I had a good group of friends there, and um, the things you don't see on Instagram. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I never posted about it because I didn't want to be an advocate for doing dumb shit off road. Right. I want to be an advocate for like now. Get sure. good insurance. Make sure you respect your equipment. You Go respect buy your parts, the trails, yeah. and uh, make sure you're covered. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, long story short, this truck was mid travel on thirty fives stock gears all the way up until two months before expo west this year right so two months before expo west this, this year we decided let's long travel the truck we were launching the multi-fit ultra swing which fit my truck i had a high clearance bumper dual swing all that and i was just really like not happy with the experience i was having with all the weight on this underpowered vehicle yeah that was this 100%. that was the move to the go fast camper because this this configuration was lighter than the rooftop tent and the bed rack no system. Kidding. Wow. Yeah. For with, with it. So I get my, keep my bed. I get, I can stand up in it, pop it all up yeah, and do that nice. whole thing. So I, our whole thing is like, we made t-shirts about it. It was called light and lit. Nice. You I can still that. buy those t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. So that was our expo thing is we made my truck light and lit. So we went wider, yeah. Yeah. longer, longer travel, wider and lighter. So I, I went back to stock bumper to run our ultra swing because I was able to drop 250 plus pounds wow. out of the rear wow. of the bumper. That's Dude. a lot. That's a, it's a lot, lot of weight. Yep. Um, Regeared the truck to 529s, long travel, kept it to 35s, fiberglass fenders. So 
the truck has dropped in weight around 600 pounds. That's impressive. I mean, because it's still like That's very a lot of weight, it's, dude. Wow. It's, it's impressive for two reasons because it's still super capable and built, but it's not like it's a, more capable. It's, not a pig. it's more capable than it ever has, but it's yeah. the lightest it's ever been. It still has armor, it still has sliders, skids, the whole thing. Um, it just got more travel. It got a little wider um, and lighter. Yeah, and that's cool. There's a few things that I've learned on the learning curve of that is like I went a little deep on the gearing because I had the dual swing high clearance bumper and I had, you know, 600 pounds more that I was always dragging around. So I went real deep on the gearing and what I don't, is your gear? what are you? Five two nines. Okay. Wow. So it's creepy crawly in four low. Yeah. Um, it's really, really good off road. Um, but I just think the combination is like, it's just kind of like one of those things where you can't have everything. Yeah. You can't have a light, long traveled, rock crawly, good truck that right. works good in the rock. Everything's so, a trade off. So I decided to to make this iteration of the truck a Swiss Army knife build. It's my daily driver right. that I can go fast in, I can crawl in the rocks in, and I can still daily drive and it it'll get down the road and we can still do long trips in. Because I wanted to do 37s, I was going to tub it and do that yeah. whole thing. And then you're creating... A wink, a, a wink, a, a weak <laughs> link in the steering right. rack. So yes, the gearing's there. Yeah. Yes, I have fabricated uh, spindles, and that's all strong. But now I'm just moving that weak link into the steering rack. Right. And so, putting a bigger tire, yes, it'd get it cool, and I could make them fit and whatever. It looks good. It would maybe help the gearing a little bit. But honestly, like if I just drive it at 65 miles an hour, I get 13 miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. I have a camper on the back of it. I can bring all my bikes. We can camp easily in it. I can go play in the rocks. I can go fast. And I don't feel any adverse effects. In any, It does everything as good as I need it to. Right. It doesn't go really fast, really good, but then sucks in the rocks and I'm breaking everything. And it doesn't drive terrible down the road because I did big, too big of tires and the suspension is oversprung or undersprung. It works really, really good as it's a very good balance for me right now. And there's a few things I'd want to change, but this iteration is light and lit. It's gorgeous. It's a long traveled truck with a camper on it that it's, I've jumped it. (laughs) Like I jump it. I can go fast. I can, I haven't gotten the rocks as much as I wanted to since I've long traveled it. I've been kind of scared of, you got to go with Ali. He's the rock lander. Yeah. The rock lander. (laughs) Dude, you ain't freaking Marco. He's the Rocklander. Does he have the license plate? No. No. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Someone <laughs> does, though. I can't remember who it is. Yeah, yeah I picked it up. Yeah, someone. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I yeah, thought I saw got, someone with it already, though. You guys just had Marco and uh, we yeah, did. Brad. Yeah, 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 dude. Those guys talked. are awesome. Yeah. 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 So, Such yeah, I mean, great, uh, I've, done, I've done a trip with them in Baja. Me and Luke, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we did our Baja trip with them and Timbo Tusk. Yep rogue overland guys is that the one where um where brad's tire came yeah it came, came it, 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 it delammed yeah. yeah dude that was insane that was insane it wasn't, that, that was wasn't even just one time right it was like multiple he times. had multiple issues with those tires yeah. i think um crazy. but yeah those guys they were with me in the first first generation of the taco dust like the long bed um but i you know and i was like super into crawling and i really liked it but i just bought the wrong truck and then i my bio on my instagram when i had that truck was i should have bought a jeep and then when i <laughs> when i told that truck i got cold feet on the jeep because i went and drove some jeeps yeah. Yeah. and it was right before the the new jeep came out yep. and i and i test drove a jk on 37s 
and it was on like pro comp everything and it just drove like shit it just drove like dog shit <laughs> and i and i was driving and i zoned out and i was like okay imagine yourself driving 12 hours to get somewhere to fun, get to right? utah yeah in this vehicle and i was yeah. like i can't do it i can't <laughs> no. do it i can't do it now i feel and- like i feel like actually just just to give some credit to the jeeps on on my jk outside of like a little drive shaft issue i had i mean it's been super comfortable even my wife was skeptical when i bought it yeah. but i mean it's been a well dude I, it's been a lot nicer than than expected grass Ooh. is always greener man i got in brian from fox's jeep and he's on 39s wow okay he was on 39s we did a, a rooftop 10 install on him on him on his jeep yeah and uh i drove his jeep and it's a jk yeah it has uh it's Four, ten years. Okay. Oh wow. Whatever. Just four whatever. tens on thirty nines. Nope. He's in forty eights. I lied. Still. He's on forty yeah. eights on thirty nines. They're light though. They're BFGs. Okay. So and they're undersized. So they're like probably like a thirty seven. Right. right. Yeah. They're but I drove the size. his. I drove his and the Jeep. I was I was legitimately bummed because I was like this thing drives better than my truck arguably <laughs> and it has more pep yeah. with bigger tires and more articulation it's and probably I'll, not hauling the weight though exactly it's yeah. much lighter it's yeah. just a different trend it's a different up. yeah it's a different game and yeah. like i was debating getting a forerunner at that time too and full-size trucks were completely off my like radar completely yeah they're kind of becoming a thing huh oh, oh, they're dude, becoming like the a full-size thing. crew yeah the like, full-size yeah. trucks are like, like buddy jordan and yeah Nick. that's yeah. like the trend is everyone's moving to full-size trucks because they're all realizing that they all want to haul a ton of shit and that's literally what a full-size truck is built to do yeah like, and <laughs> also like those full-size trucks yes they have bigger engines yes they're like they're heavier or whatever they still get better gas mileage well, it's because they're little, built to this haul. little truck yeah. they're built to haul like, and so for what, me it's like it's, it's, it's a win 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 yeah if you're like, already i'm getting like I'm, I'm getting like nine miles to the gallon right now yeah like i remember when i had my f-150 i could load that thing to the gills yeah. And you still wouldn't feel the motor drag. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even know that you had anything in the bed. Yeah. I mean, the only just, the time. The bearing of that vehicle is like oh, yeah. insane compared it's through to the like roof. Right. Jeep or, you know. Yeah. The Tacoma. Because yeah. you're talking about a vehicle that's built to yeah. haul. I mean, Do, if you want to hear a really cool um, podcast on something like that, check out uh, Mike Glover's uh, Fieldcraft Survival Podcast. He goes into his... Uh, his uh, full-size rig that he built. Okay. Oh, with tundra, like, right? Yeah, is it a Tundra? I, I think it is. It was, uh, not, well, maybe... God, I th- I thought it was like a Dodge, but oh, I think Travis has a yeah, has a Tundra now. Um, actually. Yeah, and he's got like an extended fuel capacity to where he could drive like something like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred miles Insane. on one tank. That's crazy. I mean, that's what you get with a full size. Yeah, you yeah. could still ex- you could expand the fuel tank on like a Jeep or whatever, but the the load bearing capacity on those vehicles. Well, I mean, just take, like you still have room. Well, it doesn't it doesn't feel it. Yeah. No, so that's, like like AJ's truck, he's getting like four to five miles better gas mileage than me. And my and, truck's lighter. It's, and he's on 40s. And he's on 40s. <laughs> and like people are hating on the 40s. Like, oh, why? why do you need 40s? And it's like, dude, because you can. Right. Have the you truck is, on 40s? The <laughs> truck is an art. And I drove that truck. Yeah. And I was legit. That was like, remember when I said about the Jeep? I was like, I was like, oh, right. whatever. I was bummed of driving Brian's Jeep. That was the next time where I was like, I drove, a tr- I drove his truck on 40s. And it like felt like it was a sports car. Yeah arguably yeah. like it yeah. didn't feel like a sports car but in terms of the way it should have felt yeah versus the way it actually did feel it like there was no issues with it like returning back to zero like it wasn't like driving a long travel truck where it's all wide and exactly every, the geometry is different it, it felt 
factory. Yeah. And he's covered under a factory warranty with forties. Yeah. Yep. So Crazy. I don't. Yeah. You're winning. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I right miss. There. I do miss my full size truck. Um. Honestly, like I. I love the FJ. Um. I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. You had a F. Uh. F one fifty. I had an F one fifty. Nice. Um. And I do. I do miss that. That side of it. The fact that I never had to worry about carrying a load. Right. It just the truck just didn't even notice that I had it, and especially when you're like. I mean, that thing is made to haul like contractor stuff, like, you know, building materials, concrete, concrete, you know, lumber. Like you throw a rooftop tent on that thing and some sleeping bags and some water and food. It's laughing at you. you. Exactly. It's like, that's all you got, kid. All right. Well, and my neighbor, (laughs) he got a new F-150 four by four. Yeah. He paid 50 grand for it. I got in and I'm like, there's no hump in the back seat. Exactly. I was like, you can, he's like, I did. He's like, you can lay across yeah. the back seat and i'm like i've slept in the back Yo, of my this F-150. is the yeah. this is the pro tip yeah, yeah. and i and i totally i totally the seats fold up it. like it's a flat platform yeah. back there somebody yeah. wants to buy my truck give me enough money for it i'll sell it, <laughs> I'll sell it get an <laughs> no i did just bone stock f-150 yeah you know what's funny too is um like people in aj like he got not only did he get a truck he got a power wagon which is a 2500 it's no, funny. He, so his is a 2500 it's called the Prospector XL. Yes. So his is a diesel twenty five hundred. The power wagon isn't a diesel. So oh, he, you're right. He it's doesn't get. Yes. He doesn't get from the factory. He doesn't get front and rear lockers, and he doesn't get the electronic sway bar. Display. Right. And the factory a power wagon and all that. is the jam. Yes, I want. A power, I want my li- wife to buy a power it's wagon. It's literally. A, <laughs> I'm serious. A Jeep from a mini to a power yeah. wagon. She used to. She drove the F one fifty more than I did. Nice. So I'm yeah, trying the, to get her to to dude, buy a power wagon. The power wagon is literally a Rubicon Jeep with a full size yes, body right. and drop a 6.2 V8 in there and yes. you're good. And because it's a 2500, yeah. you could literally put a Jeep in the bed and it wouldn't even know it's there. So I test drove <laughs> I test drove both of those back to back. So it's a, it's a, a super wagon. duty. I mean it's I thought you were getting a power wagon. Yeah, well, you know what's not talk about. It's a little sore <laughs> subject, <laughs> right? Well, we actually I mean, you do have another project that you're working I on. I do. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Real, How hey, did we real not quick talk about that. Real quick if you guys were interested in that episode it is episode 103 on the Fieldcraft Survival okay. podcast. But, nice, uh, you looked it up. Yeah, I did. See, this is what See, you're a pro. You Props. just looked it up. You're yep. adding value to my day by giving me that information. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. So I do have another project that uh, I got back in March. Um, it was a bucket list vehicle. So my dad had one of these when I was a kid. And it was one of those things that was kind of like a rare vehicle to me. You don't see a lot of them. You're seeing more of them now. They're becoming more popular. But I got a, a Scout. So an International Scout 2. Nice. It's a 72. Um it's perfect for me because yeah. it's pre-smog, so yep. I can do, I can do whatever I want to the engine. I can drop an Doesn't LS matter. in there. It Doesn't matter. I don't it's have so to smog right. it. Yep. But it's, not like- it's obviously four by four. It looks like everybody thinks it's a Bronco, but it's not a Bronco. It's pretty funny that people call Scouts. I'm like, are you kidding oh, me? It's so good. Like it's a Scout. You can see. You can tell. You can just tell. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. can tell. So um, that's my project. Um, it's it's that's gonna be like mine and Rachel's project. We we wanted that to be our thing together and she when she saw it when we drove up to the guys who who had it she literally this is what she said oh no she (laughs) said that she's like she She knew it was happening she knew (laughs) it was a done deal yeah (laughs) before we even knew if it ran or it drove down the road she knew right away and i was like and uh the dude was like super rad about it and he was super stoked and i told him how much i wanted to pay for it and he like looked at me like, get off my lawn. <laughs> he gave me the full get off my lawn vibe. But then he like realized that like 
I was like genuinely like I I needed that. Yeah. I needed it. It wasn't like, hey, I'm trying to lowball you. It was like, dude. It was like completing your soul at that moment. Uh, yeah. And he <laughs> understood that. And he was like, so where do you live? And this was like the coolest buying experience ever. So where do you live? I live in Orange. So where do you work? I work in Orange. Okay. So I won't ever see you because we're moving my <laughs> office to here. Okay. He so didn't want to see it again. He was like, literally, I don't ever want to hear from you again. That's so crazy. And he was like, <laughs> so he was like, he was like, I, I don't want to hear about it. I, he's like, I, he's like, I may be calling you back in six months to buy it back. But he was like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> he didn't want the pain of like seeing he, it. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to see it around town. He's like, I don't think I will. My office is moving to San Diego. I won't see you. That's so awesome. He was like super <laughs> rad about it. And then, the like cherry on the top for me was he was like after we like negotiated the deal and he was like okay i was like all right i just got to go grab the money from the bank that's another pro tip don't ever bring money with you right. yes you can get emotional and spend more than you need and also you can get robbed right so <laughs> right um we drove to the bank and i was like full having like a panic attack but we got back and he had like three bins of parts that are hard oh. to find. Oh, so wow. He so had he like, was, he had like, like a project, project yeah. yeah. never got around yeah. to it. And yeah. he told me the reason why I'm selling this is because I want to get a pre-smog blazer because it's wider because he had two kids and he oh. takes them to school in it. And that scout's small. Yeah. It's small. It's yeah. like, I'm going to remove the back seat and it's going to just be like storage back there. Like yep. do some sort of like yeah. drawer or something. But anyway, he, uh, he gave me a bunch of like hard to find parts, like headlight bezels and grill wow. bezels, stuff that you cannot get. That he collected, yeah. that he collected. Time, yeah. and he had bins of nuts and bolts. He had oh, every so single right. seal for the vehicle. Wow! So for the because the tops removable yeah. on it, all the window seals. So he's like, "Hey, I know you're gonna get this top redone." He's like, "You'll pop out the windows. These are all the seals." So I have like, "Get out of here!" Another set of doors with all the glass in them, like wow. shit like that is like. That, and he didn't charge you extra for that. Like nope. he was just like, no, like I went and picked him up a week later at his shop and, wow. and he was like, yeah, dude, like gave me an extra fender, like for patches that I could cut out for it. Cause there's like yeah. a little bit of rust work that needs to be done. But it was like one of those things, like I've just been, it's like a really kind of like an emotional thing for me. I haven't been able to like tear into it. Yeah. So I've been doing like dumb stuff that you can't mess up. Like <laughs> I got rigid, rigid sent me a set of headlights and they were like, yeah, these would look sick in your truck. And I'm like, go ahead and send them my way, whatever. And they're like super rad LED headlights. And then I got a rooftop tent for it and a, and a, and a front runner roof rack. So like bolting on the stuff that I can't mess up because the, right. the stuff that I do need to do to it, <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta weld in new rocker panels. Yeah. And like, I, I just like, I've never welded body panels and I'm not like super crazy welder guy. Like I can lay beads and I can make things go together right but i i'm afraid of warping panels and stuff yeah that you, yeah i don't want it to be a hack job and i'm not trying to make it a perfect resto but sure. i don't want that kind of stuff to be messed but up. it's also like you're passionate about this build right really, so you so you don't you yeah. want to honor it and yeah you want to give it its due justice. i don't have an emotional attachment to this tacoma really i have an emotional attachment to that scout more than i do to this tacoma. no kidding because it was my my dad died of an early age and that was the first four by four vehicle that I had ever been in. Oh, wow. And I was always like, that'd be so rad to have one of those. My dad almost rolled that thing. He was a wild man. And, um, so it's for me, it was like, and it was a vehicle that like me and Rachel bought together and she understood, she understood that like most women and I'm not, 
saying this in a bad way, but most women would see that and go, that's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like every other girl that I've dated previously or been with sure. would have been like, that's the garbage. Like, are you serious? What are you doing? Why are you doing yeah. this? And yeah. she was like, saw what I saw in it and understood the sentimental value to me and was like, no, like I've joked about like, Hey, like we're not moving on the scout. Like, maybe I should just sell it. And she was literally like, that's never going to happen. Shut your face. Like yeah. literally like, no, you're we'll not stop talking. Nonsense. Yeah. You're not selling that. Like that's going to be in our family forever. And I'm like, wow, oh, nice. she's like in this. Yeah. And so for me, that's why it's important that like, that's awesome. also like I have to make time for us to both be a part of that. Yeah. I can't just do this and be in elbows deep in it. She's, I want her to be a part of it as well. So yeah, for me, it's, it's pretty cool. And I can't wait to kind of like start committing the time to it. Because there's always more important things to do and I can always right. do more stuff on this. But it's like, I've already talked to my buddy who's like set me up on the welder and he's like, you know how many cars I've cut the roofs off and had to redo? So he's like, I'll, I'm going to like come over and I'll bring my TIG over. He's like, cause you don't want to use your welder. You will warp it. He's like, you can do real low heat and just, he's giving me some pointers on how to do this right. right. And so I've already like set some time aside with him to where he's like, yeah, I understand you want it to be done right and I want to help you do it, but I understand you want to do it. So it's one of those things. So that's pretty cool. So uh, what's that project called? Nacho dust. Nacho dust. On and you Instagram. have the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Instagram because I'm realistic with the fact that I'm not going to own the Tacoma forever. Yeah. And it's taco dust. So Tacoma dust. Right. right. If I get rid of the Tacoma or I don't own a Tacoma, taco dust is kind of a brand it's, and it's this weird goofy name, but like, yeah. I want to be able to like keep it going I, and I, I don't want to just change it and go Travis Hess and go Jason Denny. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, Charlie. more people will know who I am as a person because everybody's like, who is this taco, taco dust? dust? Who is this guy? I guarantee if I just had a normal picture in my name. I think name, most people don't even know your real name. Right. Like, <laughs> and like for a while, I didn't even have my name on the Instagram. Yeah. And it was like very low key. And AJ kind of pushed me and was like, you should be more transparent with people. And like, you should be like, let people in more. Yeah. You're like a rad dude and people should know who you are. Cause it all started with the taco dust walk. I'd always just, that's right. Feet. The taco dust walk is a phenomenon. Like it's, it's a thing. It's so stupid. It's dude. hilarious. I I mean, it. I've done it. I've I done it like a handful it. of times. Dude, it's I love it. I love that people have like, it's, it's resonated with people because it's something you do it's every so day. It's so simple. Yeah. You walk out to your vehicle and a lot of people, oh, yeah. they appreciate and love their vehicles. And that's what it was for me. That, yep. t- that first Tacoma that started the taco dust walk. That was a truck that I never thought I'd be able to yeah. afford ever. Yeah, a hundred percent. I was in the same boat when growing up. I never. I've always wanted a Tacoma, and it's like I was never able to afford it. I didn't come from money. Yeah. And the only reason why I bought my first vehicle is because my dad died, and it was a wrongful death lawsuit, and I was able to use that money to buy my first vehicle when I was mm. in high school because I was. It was he died when I was thirteen. Oh my gosh! And so I lost my dad in my most formative years. Yeah, that's brutal. And so that was the only reason why I was able to buy my first vehicle. I literally came from nothing. My yeah. my parents or my now they're my adopted parents, but my aunt, and my uncle, my dad's brother and his wife, my aunt, but she's mom now. They adopted me when I was 13 and the only way they got money to they could afford to do it is because we got social security. Yeah. So it's like, dude, I'm white trash as it gets. So for me to own a Tacoma Yep. When I'm 
you know and not just any Tacoma like this like, yeah I'm dude it's like they're stoked yeah when I walked out and I did I did a story I did a taco dust walk and I yeah. said the dream realized when it was like this truck sitting there and the scout parked behind it I was like and then just to like have a company with Luke and yeah and Ryan and and just <laughs> awesome. dude it, I'm like the dream it's is building been something right yeah like I literally like skipped skipped fourth to fifth grade and went right to sixth grade because I was homeless with my dad you know, it's like stuff like that where yeah. I'm like, dude, no excuses. Yeah. I, I've i had a hard road, but like I've tried to make the best of it and I've had a lot of good supportive people in my family and in my life. So for me, Taco Dust Walk is literally appreciating the fact that I own that thing. Yeah. Or I'm paying on it. I don't own it technically, <laughs> but I'm paying on it and I'm able to like have things right. like that. And I wish the podcast was just this last five minutes because I feel like I'm really getting into like- You're hitting your stride right I'm, now. I'm really getting into like the reality of like, this is the person that I am. Yeah. I don't talk about this on my Instagram. It's all about just being a dickhead on Instagram for me. <laughs> the final boss shit's hilarious. That's been the new thing. That's been hilarious, the yeah, final boss. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not the final boss at shit. Yeah. I'm claiming it, and right, that's it's the best funny. part. It's the irony of it, right? But honestly, the taco does walk, if somebody's like, what is that? It's like, dude, it's appreciating like what you have. It's yeah. appreciating you, it's the, the vehicle it, right? that you have. Yeah. You're like walking to that to get to your job every day, or you're yeah. walking to to get, you know go out on a trail run. It's like that stoke level of like, yo, that's mine. Yeah, that's my shit right there. Yep. And it's car culture, absolutely. Basically, and it's uh, that's it really. I mean, I just I come from nothing, and here here I am now. I'm here at the top of the world with you guys. Uh, yeah. Doing a podcast, like what with- is what is life kind of thing? <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that all up. That's yeah, awesome. dude. Like, yeah. it's cool that like. I would have never thought growing up in high school or, you know, just going through when I was touring that like, oh, like in, in 2019, you are going to be where you are. Yeah. You're going to be doing a podcast with two rad dudes at the top of the world here at Four Corners and just drinking a beer, getting eaten alive oh, by bugs, gnats right, right now. Are, yeah. Oh my gosh. I literally feel like I have a sunburn from squinting so hard and like- <laughs> Right? My, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's unreal. It's so bad, yeah. Yeah. But- uh yeah, dude, it's it's cool. I'm stoked to get on the, the yeah. Nacho Dust thing and stoked to have the support of you guys and inviting me out to do this thing. It's been really, really freaking cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see where you go from here and you and Luke and you with your projects and, you know, your upcoming wedding and how your life's going to change yeah, from there, too. Yeah, dude. Because it always changes a little. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Like, if I could contribute, like, anything where I'm at now and just to, to like, I guess to, like, give people advice on, like, I'm not like a motivational speaker, but to give people life on, be willing to like Luke said it the best. And we always talk about booking your ticket. Yes. And like that we booked the ticket and like, we're all in on what we're doing with the company. And it's like, if it fails, we, we, we go down and we figure it out, whatever. But it's like Luke and the ability to have social media and Instagram as like a tool to use. Like it's changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, reconnecting with luke and luke's philosophical mind and the way he thinks about very things spiritual yeah and the way yeah. i'm very passion driven and i'm just the doer like he just he's never tried to like he's never tried to force me to do things that i don't want to do and he like respects like my my decisions on what i want to do with my own brand and my own truck and and like what we're doing with the company, it's like, it's a team. It's yeah. not, it's never like, 
he's such a good thinker and he everything he thinks about is so he, the way he thinks is like so like it's he's super thoughtful it's his thinking is thoughtful <laughs> yes. yes okay he's, he's super, super thoughtful. thoughtful and for yeah. me i'm like his thoughts have i thoughts. get a little squirrely sometimes <laughs> no, it's, it's true he like really thinks things through no he does he's, yeah he and has a very like and he has a very rare like kind of 360 perspective dude on love things. him like he i just he's challenges yes. me every day to think about things differently yeah. and it's it's literally the whole reason why i i have to contribute luke's way of doing things and thinking in contrast of my way of doing things and thinking and Ryan and adding Kyle to the team, it's been, that's 100% the success of our business because we all know where we all know our strengths and we all know how to leverage them very well. And we all know each other's strengths. That's definitely, and we never try to like put, I never try to put Luke in a, his round body into a square hole. Sure. And he never tries to do the same to me. And uh, everybody on the team really works well in that in that way, and so it's like Instagram straight up has changed our lives in the way that it's such a good tool and the yeah. opportunity there. There's no excuse not to succeed if you just understand what your strengths are. I mean, yeah, if you want to try it's to, like, like, it's just being honest with yourself, right? And yeah, kind of understanding your strengths <clears throat> and your weaknesses, and kind of filling those gaps with the people around you, and for then sure. also growing those weaknesses with the people around you. Yeah, like if you like, so what you do for a career, like, are you a professional at that? Do you consider yourself a professional salesperson? Yeah, or do you config- consider yourself a professional people person? Right. I've I consider myself a professional people person. That's what I'm best at is working with people and talking with people. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm like the best salesman because I get emotional about stuff. I have really strong opinions. So I think that for me putting that, checking that at the door and going like, how can I relate to that person's experience that they're looking to have? That's where I think I, I re- it clicks for me is like, yo, like, that person is asking me about the ultra swing and how it works with the go fast camper. I'm like, no, that clicks with me because that's the experience I'm looking at. And I can, I can like understand where they're trying to get at. They want lightweight, removable modular. They don't want to commit to cutting and, and they're really, maybe they want to trade this vehicle in, in three years. Yeah. And so I understand that I put myself in a hole where I can't do that anymore. I've cut the front end of the truck, all the mounts, no bump stops anymore. It's it's like literally I have to like re-weld everything back right. on. And so <laughs> you've got to yeah. rebuild the you've, truck. You've just already to... gone past the point of no return. But I yeah, remember exactly. being in the position where I was like, yo, like maybe if I just go mid-travel and I go standard bumper and don't go high clearance, exactly. I can just pull it off, sell it, put the keep the stock stuff. Yeah. So like I've tried to I just try to relate and be a professional people person where I like really value their needs yep. and, and people's needs and conversations and go like, wow, I can tell like, I can tell like this guy's upset that I said something on the internet. Well, he seems like a douchebag, but <laughs> like, but maybe the core thing is, is like, he thinks I'm a douchebag right? Sure. and I'm like, yo, you think I come for money, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm white trash. So, are you white trash? <laughs> oh, we're white trash. Like, I just relate. We're brothers. I want to understand, like, why My people, what the core problem is for people, yeah. or what they're looking to get after, and like, I think I just can understand people, and I, I relate to people because, like, I've been through a lot of shit in my life, and I feel like that's important to be. It is. That's important to like understand that, like, also that can be a negative. 
I react to certain people or when people start to say shit about me online, some things fully turn me they into just, immature. They just push that button. And it's like, whoa, you just hit something hard. Majority of the time, I'm just like being a complete dickhead. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just like having fun and I like want to keep it light. And yeah. Say I'm the final boss of everything. Say you're on your way when you're not. So, <laughs> communicate. Now we've gone full circle. Communicate poorly. Yes. Um, so with that, I think this was the most tangenty off. Oh, the, we off never, the, no, we never do tangents. What I don't know what, about? I, don't, I feel like nothing got achieved here <laughs> in, a, in a straight line. Yeah. There was no sentence. I there think, was like, answer this question. And then I'm like, two plus two. That's every episode. Yeah, exactly. Actually. That's how we roll. I feel like it, it makes for good listening. Like, yeah. You don't want a linear line. You'll just fall asleep. I think for yeah. sure. Usually when shit People changes People aren't up, linear. Just straight up, people right. aren't linear, man. It's we like all going have, on the trail. Like, yeah, the road turns. Like, it wakes yeah. you up. Well, what I can say is, like, I'm dirtier than I was when I got here. Um, and <laughs> that's a win. Spilled beer. That's a win. Spilled Silt. beer. I got dust all in bugs. my shoes. Yep. Bug juice. Bugs. bugs. And... But like the trucks bugs are It's golden hour right now. The table that almost flew yeah. away. It, yeah, it's golden hour right yeah. now. All we right. Tacomas all over the place. Well, let's pay some bills, Ollie. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well. Wow, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm still stoked on how good that episode was. Yeah, right I don't know. I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. Yeah, yeah you, you be quiet. It all was right, really good. All right. um, but uh, but yeah. So as usual, we started off with uh, Casey. Always huge supporters of us. We just uh, last weekend actually uh, we came off of the KMC Jeep Bash, which yeah. I still think is fucking hilarious. Oh, that might have been my first f bomb. That might have been um, <laughs> this episode. That, uh, that you were there with uh, Trucky, like That's off right. to the side. Yeah, <laughs> like, Trucky was oh, in KMC Jeep Bash, a rigs, and the then the Toyota, just, just in line, straight up. To- the only Toyota there. I'm like, you it know, it's rad. funny. I had this moment where I'm like, why is it weird that Frank's here? And I kept having this little nagging thing in the back of my head. I'm like, why is it weird that Frank's at the KC booth? Hate and, uh, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> and it's like, oh, because it's the Jeep bash. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. I it's, mean, and that's the way, you know, that's the way we roll. That's the way Casey rolls. I think uh, that's right. I, I had the I had the Jeep over at the Toyota event. That that's right. <laughs> you told me to come out to. It was yeah, like the only yeah, Jeep man. Bring it. there. Um, I think you but stand out. But if you didn't have a crowd, right? Yeah, you stood out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. People, so, people uh, appreciate me. What do we call it? The European Jeep? The, no, the, the from Japan. The from Japan Jeep. The FJ, right? Yeah, yeah. the from Japan. Fake Jeep. The fake Jeep, the from Japan Jeep. <laughs> the fuel Jeep. The, the funner Jeep. <laughs> um, but yeah, as usual, they took care of us. They fed yep. us in and out. And uh, we just had such such a great time um, at yet another event with uh, all the homies. Yeah. Um, good, good times. And, and don't and, forget, uh, um, if you're interested, we've got the code of RFD20 that you RFD can use. RFD20. So get your discount on on the KC goodies. Go get yourself a Gravity Pro 6 bar. Yeah, do that. Dude, your buddy's got the, it. What's the discount you want on it? it? 20% off. 20%. Dang, dude, yeah, right? Decent. That's, that's decent. healthy. Yeah, right? That's healthy. 20%. Like you'll feel good, that. That's a good discount. You'll feel that. Yeah. Dang, yeah. Dude, I might need to switch up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Um, and then, of course, I mean, I feel like half of this was a rigged uh, supply commercial, but in an nah. authentically loving way. Yes. But uh, R-I-G-D-Supply.com. Um, go check out what Jason's working on with Luke. Uh, they've got the Ultra Swing. I mean, shit, you might as well give your own commercial here. Yeah, I mean, Ultra Swings, a hitch-mounted tire carrier. We have a 4Runner-specific version, and then we have the Multi-Fit, and then we just launched. So the Multi-Fit will fit like a Tacoma or any truck, most vehicles. But then we just launched our, uh, I think Luke was talking about yeah, what he we were was. looking at. We actually did launch it, the Mega Fit, which fits right. Sprinter, yep. 
transit and also we uh we realized that it also travis is running one on his tundra no no kidding it works really really well so you can open it the tailgate at 90 now okay. on a full-size truck oh wow so the mega fit is we're gonna start huh. um dialing the fitment in for full-size trucks so, so that's where it's at so yeah i i i think that the the best configuration is a mega fit for the full-size truck um multi-fit will work but you get more room there it's for it grows by four inches essentially um it just fits better that's about it so that's it yeah yeah good um, stuff. one thing i gotta say though is uh you know for for the jeep guys we have a thousand and one options of different things that we can connect to but um one thing that i've found really useful is given my tire carrier that i have on the back of my jeep um i couldn't fit my uh, bike carrier and yeah. I ended up going with your guys' anti-wobble extension. For yeah, the, the wob knot. Yep. The wob knot. <laughs> you guys are still selling that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, That's how you connect a bike rack with a yeah. full-size spare. Yep. So I, I definitely recommend you guys head over to Rig Supply and uh, check that out if you need a little extension too. And then uh, when we wrap up here, I'll show you what's on the back of my truck. It's not okay. really a – you uh, didn't see it. but We got something coming oh, soon. Cool. Yeah, something Very cool. cool. Nice. Yeah. So the last little bit is, don't forget, um, we're also um, super happy to be working with Gear Forward. Are we um, kicking that off on the next uh, Rick, or RFD OC yeah, event? Yeah, we're sh the next RFD event, um, bring out, uh, which will this will be after that, but basically any RFD event for that Did matter. you come out to from now yeah, on. Yeah, just from now on, when you come out, bring your used camping gear, unwanted camping gear, cooking, tents, sleeping bags, whatever. Um, and if you're so generous to bring new stuff, bring that too. Uh, we'll collect that on behalf of Gear Forward and make sure it gets out to needy children, whether they be Boy Scouts, Girls, Scouts or any other organization that is helping children experience the outdoors. Yeah, help those kids get the access you guys get. Yep, so don't forget, you can find us at rigfordirt.com. I'm Frank at Truckee McTruckBase. I'm Ali at Kate the Jeep. And if you're so inclined to listen to us on your favorite podcast app that takes ratings like iTunes, please give us five stars. We'd appreciate it. It helps us climb them charts. And if you don't give us five, explain why. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. All right, talk to you guys on the next one. Take care.